0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the we talk next podcast episode 14 i am your host moneymaker chris and i'm joined here today by mr jay giles Jay, how you doing man
1: doing good chris doing good happy to be here
0: yeah glad to have you back here man we had you on here um a few weeks ago um doing doing the show the last time we did one of the last times we did the show
1: yeah uh, i think was it was it a regular episode or was it a takeover I can't even remember I, can't, I
0: think i think it was a regular episode if I'm remembering correctly
1: okay that's and uh before we started the show i think I told you i think that might be the last time I actually watched the for oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so oh and, and that's and that's not because you know i don't you know I don't like anything it's nothing like that it's just because of when it comes on, I, I rarely... I just rarely watch it anymore. So, it's not because I don't like it. It's just I don't have the time, really, to watch it. Like I used to.
0: Hey, I understand that. Cause that's one of the things I was going to ask you, actually. Like, I mean, even though you don't, like, watch it, but do you still, like, keep up with, like, what's been going on? Like, you know, highlights. and stuff. I know they post stuff on, you know, Twitter, YouTube, and all that different stuff. Do you kind of keep up with it, at least? or?
1: Yeah, yeah, I still I still keep up with it. And I think that's one reason why I, I don't watch it. Maybe I should start doing that with the main roster, too. <laughs> but... <laughs> Maybe I should flip that around. Maybe maybe I should watch NXT and just kind of keep up with what's going on on the main roster. Um, But, yeah, I do. I I keep up with what's going on. Unfortunately, I do know who's champions and everything like that in NXT, so I'm not completely lost.
0: That's good. That's good. Well, like I say, I'm glad to get you back into the swing of things here with the podcast, getting back into the NXT frame of mind, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we get into the uh, recap of the show, any, uh, news, anything that you wanted to, anything you've heard about from the NXT brand or anything that you wanted to discuss here or?
1: Um, uh, no, not really. Um, I'm trying to, th- no, no, there's nothing major that comes to mind or anything like that.
0: Oh, okay. Um, just real quick. I wanted to talk about this. Um, have you heard about like the Evolve show that's going to be airing on the network? Have you heard about that?
1: I did because... You know, they, I mean, everyone knows that, you know, they do have the partnership with Evolve. I think they had it for, like, what, the last three years, I think, I or something like so, that.
0: Something like that. I know they've been switching talent uh, back and forth with them. Because, like, last year, I know, um, the Street Profits were actually attacking uh, team yep. over there. Yep. So, that, that's, and, I got mean, the last with, three years or so. That's, that sounds about right.
1: And then they officially, like, signed some people from uh, Evolve. Um, one, of, one of my favorite people, um that I follow on Twitter, too, uh, Stokely Hathaway. He's officially signed to NXT now. Oh, nice. So, so hopefully, he'll be showing up on uh, NXT TV at some point, probably trying to manage somebody.
0: Hopefully so. We shall see. But, yeah, um, the Evolve event is going to take place on uh, July 13th. It's going to air on the WWE Network. It's um, coming out of uh, Philadelphia, PA, and... Um, Couple of the matches that are um, announced so far is um, Adam Cole. He's going to defend the NXT title against Akira Tozawa, and uh, Matt Riddle is going to go one on one against uh, Drew Gulak. Those are two matches that have been announced so far.
1: Okay. Now, uh, with that being said, do you think that they're starting to do this because of what's been going on, like how you know New Japan and Ring of Honor cross brand, and then how? you know, AEW has basically, like, signed people from, you know, independent companies and everything. Do you think that's their way of trying to, you know, kind of keep up with that a little bit?
0: It probably is, because that seems to be, like, a going trend now. Like, brands like that, you know, kind of exchanging talent, kind of working together and everything. I think it's definitely one of the reasons that they're doing that. And plus, there's an AEW show that same day, too. So, I guess they're kind of like, okay, you know drives over here on the on the WWE network that's huge for them to be broadcasting you know another um company on their network like that that's that's huge and good for evolve yeah. too because like I said it gives them exposure for people that are not that familiar with that brand they get to see some of the talent and stuff over there as well so it's a, it's a win-win I feel
1: yeah uh, no I definitely agree with that
0: yeah yes yeah, so that should that should be that should be a good show I'm, I'm looking forward to that because I know a little bit about evolve I haven't watched a whole lot of their stuff so I'm looking forward to kind of seeing you know what they bring to the table
1: yeah, same here, same here.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so you ready to get into this week's recap? Yes, sir. All righty, so um, first matchup for the night. Um, actually, they announced this, uh, William Regal announced this last week, that they're going to have this um, NXT uh, breakout tournament that's going to be going on. And it's going to give some opportunities to some new faces that are down in NXT that don't, you know, get a lot of exposure. I think it's a great idea. Like I said, they have a lot of guys down there that you, you know, that are at the performance center and show up at a lot of the live shows and everything that don't get a lot of shine. So I'm really looking forward to um, this tournament. And I hope they actually do one for the women, too, because a lot of women down there as well yeah. that, You know, need to um, get some exposure. But um, the first matchup of the night was um, between Joaquin Wilde, actually formerly known as um, DJ Z from Impact Wrestling, versus Angel Gazar. Um, how do you feel about this opening contest? Well,
1: I, I thought it was funny that, I mean, like I said, it's been a while since I watched NST. So the of the first person that I see coming out is freaking formerly DJ Z right. from Impact Wrestling. Right? Right. So, I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And then he comes out here with this, like, uh, punk rock, um, basically uh, daft punk-looking get-up. And I'm like, okay, what is this exactly? It, it's almost like a cross between, like, Daft Punk and uh, either Scorpion or uh, Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of like the kid that, like <laughs> Ali wear, wears too.
1: Yeah, a little bit, yeah. So I was like, okay. Well, now, then he takes off, and it's like, oh my God, it's him. Right? Because I knew he was there, but I didn't know exactly what his name was. Yeah, so I, mean, he, I mean, I knew
0: they had signed him, but I wasn't sure of his name either.
1: So, so, so when he takes off the thing, and I'm like, oh my God. Right? It was just okay. And then uh, Angel Garza comes out, and I was like, Garza, that name sounds familiar. And I was like, Oh uh, yeah, he's he's part of the you know wrestling Garza family. You know, pr- up there with the Guerreros, the Garzas is probably like one A right there along with uh the Guerreros when it comes to like you know lucha or Mexican wrestling and everything. So he, I think he's the nephew of Hector Garza, um, and everything. And he used to. And it's crazy that dude's only twenty six years old. Oh wow, I didn't
0: I didn't know
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> right, he's only twenty six, but he's been wrestling since he was fifteen. So, oh wow, yeah. So take that for what it is, right? right, right. And I'm like, okay, is he supposed to be like the new uh, Cion Almas or whatnot in a way? I don't know if you if you kind of picked that up with how he came out and everything, but he kind of gave me some you know Almas vibes a little bit.
0: I didn't think about that, but now that I think about it, I, I, I can see where you could you know, see that.
1: And I mean the the match itself uh um, it, it it was a good match cuz yeah, I mean yeah, what the, good match One thing about DJZ and which I used to hate about what they did in TNA especially cuz he started when it was still called TNA and he was there when, it, when the Impact but mm-hmm. one thing I hate about his I hated about his gimmick there was that they made him so much of a goof that you mm-hmm. forgot that he was actually a good wrestler
0: Right right that's very true
1: and at least here it looks like okay, they're actually going to let him, you know, get back to being the wrestler that he once was. And I, I I don't know how long they've been doing this part or if they just doing this like for these um best in the world, um not best in the world, but um these newcomers or whatnot tournament that they're doing. Um to spotlight them with the little uh, video, you know, kind of giving, like, a history of them. Uh, Which I think is, is, is that,
0: cause like I said, a lot of these guys you probably don't know, so it kind of gives a little background on their story and their character and everything. So I think that's that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, so I, I like how they did that, and mm-hmm. to him peeking about when he almost literally died, right, so because right. of that botch that happened, you know, with him. And he did. He almost died. He did, yeah, I'd
0: almost forgotten about that, but yeah, he did. Yeah. That, that was very serious.
1: So, but like I said, um, I like how they they kind of spotlighting them and it's giving people backstory. And that's kind of something. I know I'm bringing up AEW again, but that's kind of something where certain people, mainly like a Jim Cornette, that's what he was referring to. It's like, we didn't know who any of these people were, you know, for the most part. Some of these people were being seen for the first time. So at least give some character backstory to them definitely. when they first come out so oh, you would know who they are. Mm-hmm. So at least WWE NXT is doing that with these guys. Mm-hmm. And you are getting that backstory. So for anyone who thinks like when people's trashing about it, we didn't know who any of these people. Are, that's what they mean by the fact that you're getting these little character, you know, videos of who these people are when they coming out.
0: Yeah, like I say, it's it's key. Like you said, if you're seeing these people for the first time, you're looking on TV, you know, like, who are these guys? So it's definitely helpful to kind of get an understanding a little bit like what their characters are, where they're coming from, and what they're going you to know, bring to the table. So I was, you know, but that was a good idea for them to do that. But the yeah. match itself was it was it was very very good match. I mean, very unique offense from both of these guys. And like I said, the other I hope the other matches live up to the hype as well. But these guys really set the table, set the tone for the um, beginning of this tournament.
1: So, so this was the first match of the tournament on the network. It was oh. yeah, because like okay. I said,
0: Regal, um announced it last week and broke down the brackets and everything. So this was the very first match for the tournament. Yes.
1: And then yeah they yeah I mean whoever you know is next they they definitely have you know some you know. Shoes to feel in a way, so.
0: hmm Most definitely, and um, Andrew Bizarre he picked up the win using the uh, butterfly stunner. I thought that was a very unique move. I like that, but um, yeah. he advances in the tournament. So, like I said, I look forward to you know what happens next. And like I said, I hope they, I hope they do one for the women too.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. If they do because, like I said earlier, they they do have like a lot of freaking women that's there that we never see on TV at all. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I definitely agree. They should do one for the women.
0: Yeah, I think that's next. I guess they're going to kind of use this one as a, like a test to see how it goes over. And I guess if it goes mm-hmm. over well, I think they might end up doing one for the women as well. So, something to keep an eye on.
1: And, well, one last thing before we uh, move on, to about uh, Angel. Um, it seems like he's very over with the ladies already.
0: So. I noticed that. <laughs> that, that, that's,
1: so, that's good <laughs> So it's gonna be interesting to see what they mold his gimmick into, especially with this whole ripping off his, um, you know, pants into these damn trunks or whatnot. Exactly, like, exactly. And, and,
0: so they continue to play that up throughout the
1: um, coming weeks. Yeah, it's like okay, is he supposed to be like a like a male a stripper or something? Like what? What is this? <laughs> like what? What's going on here? Is that what we doing but okay but but yeah he seems to be over with the ladies so yeah that, I, that's always a plus
0: that's always a plus most definitely you got them on your side you you in good shape
1: <laughs> exactly
0: all righty so um up next they showed a video package for um Kushida and he was talking about like how he's kind of in an interesting position right now and then he mentioned I only mentioned NXT he mentioned 205 he mentioned Raw and mentioned um, Smackdown as well about potential uh, next opponents and stuff for him and they showed a little um few highlights of some of his um, matches and stuff from down there. And I think it's very interesting to see what they're going to do with him next. Because um, he's had a series of matches with um, Drew Gulak. Uh, one was just a regular match. And then the last one they had was a submission match. And both of them were, like, very, very good matches. But um I'm very curious to see what they're going to do with him next, like, character-wise. I mean, they're going to have him, you know, maybe go after the North American title. Or, you know, they mentioned the other brands. Or they're going to try to call him. Up at some point. I mean, Goukou likes the cruiserweight champion. They're gonna put him on two hundred five live. So I don't know what they're gonna do with him. But I'm I've been very impressed of. I, I wasn't familiar with his uh, New Japan work, mm-hmm. but I've been very impressed of um, what I've seen of him so far. Um, have you seen any of him in NXT? Any highlights or anything of him or?
1: Well, I, I've seen the highlights because I remember when he first debuted and he had this whole Marty McFly looking. i like, what the mm-hmm. hell? I'm like, oh, what the hell are they doing? With-? That's what you know. My initial thought was like, what mm-hmm. the hell are they doing? Because I know of him from you know New Japan, so when I see him in this you know Marty McFly looking gimmick, I was like, okay, what are they doing? They better not do be doing. This- no, no, he wasn't, and, oh, okay. and so I was like, okay, what the hell are they doing here? You know, that's that's the first initial thought. Like, they 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 put screw him over already. Right. Alright, but no, I mean it seems to be I guess his thing. They I I don't know if they explain that yet or anything why he's dressing like that, but um They really
0: have not just to kinda of, like Morrow mentioned it a couple times, like him being uh you know, Marty McFly, but they haven't really like gone into like deep detail like why he's doing that. Yeah,
1: so I mean, as long as it's not like anything goofy or anything like that, you know, as they kinda of push him a little bit, hopefully. Um it, and it'd be cool if he do go for the North American title, um and everything. I think him and hell, him and Velveteen Dream, they probably could have a really good match or something oh, like definitely, that. Definitely. Definitely could. Um but I, I could definitely see him coming up to the main roster. Um, especially if they wanna build a mid card, mm-hmm. um and everything. He could go for you know, one of those type of titles, that either the I C, the US or um the the uh two oh five cruiserweight championship because well I come to think of it, yeah I did think about it. Um they there's a rumor once again that two oh five live that might be getting cancelled. I heard so, about that. I heard that. So I yeah, mean that. I mean it's like what the third or fourth time that two oh five live won't get canceled. <laughs> saying that, right. You know, you gotta take that with a grain of salt. But if it does get canceled, I don't think they'll get rid of the cruiserweight championship. Mm-hmm. So that title, it could end up on either, if not Raw, Raw or SmackDown. It could be on both shows, just like the 24-7 title is basically on both shows. Um, and I can see him going for that title, too. So it'd be nice to see what they exactly they do with Kushida going forward.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too, because he only had, like, three matches so far on um, NXT. He had two with Gulak, and then he had one with Ono. I think he had the other one. Those are the only three matches that I've um, seen him in. And they've, and they've been good matches. Especially the ones with Gulak. those two like really like had good chemistry and everything. Real good, like technical style wrestling between the two of them.
1: Well, that's good. I mean, because he is one of those people; he can kind of do multiple styles. He can he can go fast, and you know you know and everything like that, or he can have you know a good you know really, I want to say technical type match. He can he can do both.
0: So mm-hmm. he's versatile. So like I said, I look forward to see what they do with him next. They got they got options for sure. Yeah. All right, and then they show. Um, next up, they showed a um, little video from last week of um, Damian Priest, formerly known as uh, Punishment Martinez, um, leaving the um, arena last week. Um, he had a match. I forgot who he had a match against, but he had a he had a very impressive um, showing. They kind of kind of changed up his character and everything because he had been off uh, TV and everything. And they asked him, you know, the basically he was saying like, you know, we haven't seen anything. Um, Haven't seen anything yet, and then like his name's gonna live on forever. But um, he's another one that's down there. I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with him next, like what potential feuds and stuff he could have. I think him and Keith Lee could have a good feud. I think that'd be a good feud. What do you you think?
1: I mean, that'd be interesting. Um, I mean, I know him from Ring of Honor, um, and everything, and there he, he seemed to have been like on the rise a little bit. They even, you know, was. Pushing him because I think he even won the um, TV title, I believe, and then it went too long after that. And he was like, "Peace out, I'm I'm gone." And next day, you know, he's in, <laughs> he's in NXT. So you you never really got to saw his like full potential in Ring of Honor. So hopefully in NXT they'll actually you know kind of further what was kind of started come about with him in Ring of Honor. They'll push that further in NXT because the dude, I mean, he's tall as hell. But he moves like a freaking cruiserweight. He does. Yeah, he's so, tall,
0: lanky, but like I said, he moves well for his size.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you can do wonders with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Just like I said, it seemed like they repackaging him. For like weeks, they were showing these, you know, video packages of him, you know, um, kind of like in the club scene and kind of like with some women and everything, you know, they are kind of hyping up his return. And he'd actually returned um, last week. Because when he was first down there, he was going under the um, Punishment Martinez name. So I guess they seemed like they kind of mm-hmm. repackaging him with this uh, new gimmick. So... He had a very cool entrance and everything last week, too. He kind of came out, and the lights went out, and kind of had, like, um, across the titan screen, it was like his name came up in, like, flames and everything. It was, pre- it was pretty cool, actually, so we'll see what they do with him. Okay. Okay, up next, we get a match between the Street Profits versus the Forgotten Sons, and this, um, it turned into, it was just going to be a regular match, but it turned into a, um, match for the tag team title cuz they were cutting a promo before. Do you remember what they were saying before? I know they were cutting a promo. I didn't see all the promo. Do you remember what they were saying before the um match got started?
1: They I mean, they okay, Street Profits of course came out first. You know, they was hyping it up, you know, stirring it up with the crowd and everything like that. Then they get in the ring, they start cutting a promo. And then freaking Forgotten Sons come out there. And I'm like, you know, that has to be like the worst name for, for anybody because Forgotten. You do really forget about these dudes. They
0: they, they come very forgettable, <laughs> extremely forgettable,
1: man. And, and it's terrible. I mean, you got freaking uh Wesley Blake. He, he was really forgotten at that point, yes, big time. <laughs> I mean, when you, I mean, when you think about it, you know, going back, if you if you had to pick between Blake and Murphy, you probably would have thought that that Wesley Blake would have been a little bit more of the star. Not Buddy Murphy, especially Correct. with that name. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy, but, right. <laughs> but I mean, Murphy went on to two oh five live and became, you know, cruiserweight champion That's and having yeah. and and Wesley Blake has basically become forgotten. So
0: it's <laughs> so, no fit for him to be in this group called
1: Forgotten Sons. <laughs> and then I mean all right, I, I don't even know what his name in in NXT because he's always gonna be freaking gunner to me. Um, uh,
0: Jackson, yeah, Jack, Jackson, I finally got his name right Jackson Riker. but like I said you're
1: right to me he's always Gunner yeah he's, he's always gonna be Gunner from mm-hmm, from, uh, mm-hmm. from Impact mm-hmm. so and, and then the other dude I mean they, like I said they're just there and so they get in there and of course they pissed with Street Profits so then it's like oh you thought it was uh, I forgot what Ford said but I thought no you thought this was gonna be, you thought you was gonna face us or something like that and then it's like oh well we can just you know for the titles or something titles like this the, and yeah, then that's the what
0: yeah
1: yeah and that's how the match started happening and and i i i knew this match was going to end in some type of you know a funky way or oh, whatnot cool. which it you, did you, you it
0: was coming.
1: <laughs> which it did but the, the biggest surprise that came from it is the fact that um only larkin and um uh what's his name oh uh, danny birch
0: danny Burch,
1: yeah yeah they they came out and basically saved street profits mm-hmm. and some way some type of way they ended up with the titles in their hands and before they gave they was like hesitant to give the titles back to him mm-hmm. right. but then birch he 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 gives the title to um to dawkins and he gets in his face and he says remember you owe us and like here you go and they give him the title so it's looking like we might get like a triple threat match for the tag team titles
0: that's what it's leaning toward. That's that's what I'm thinking. That's the route they're gonna go to have a triple threat match with the um with the titles on the line with these three teams. That's what that's probably at the next takeover show, probably. Yeah,
1: and and most likely whoever, cause look, it's either gonna be um Birch and um Larkin or Street Profits winning that. Cause Forgotten Sons are probably gonna take the freaking pin.
0: <laughs> probably so. <laughs> I, I I honestly don't see them winning the tag title, So no, that's not happening. Yeah.
1: I, I mean if this was the main roster, it'd be like, oh yeah, Forgotten Sons might win this, but in 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 in, in NXT where, where things actually do make sense, yeah. um, I could see either, you know, Street Profits or Birch and um Larkin either pinning one of the Forgotten Sons to, you know, for the titles.
0: Mm-hmm. I can definitely see that happening. So like I said, that's another thing to uh, look forward to down there in NXT with the um tag team division, the tag team titles with these teams.
1: I would say this one thing that, that I'm kind of liking about the tag team division in NXT is that there actually is a freaking tag team division.
0: Exactly, they actually seem to care about tag team wrestling. They're not just throwing teams together. get to it actually, you know, giving them story, giving them opportunities. You know, not just holding the belts, not doing anything with them.
1: Cause, cause you remember, like before, before, um, before you had uh, America Alpha uh Enzo zone cast uh the revival, the revival.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: uh aop you had all of them there together like you know for a, a period of time you had them all there at one time mm-hmm. and but before that you know there was a long time where it was kind of like really didn't have a tag team division i mean you had freaking ascension just dominating freaking, everybody right and there wasn't no real tag teams. i mean hell they fighting um uh, freaking too cool at one point oh, on a, yeah, on a live that. team tape. right and so you had. So it's like so after like that kind of peak, um, I would say for the tag team division here recently, you know, it kind of fell off a little bit and they kind of, you know, started building it back up. And now you have, you know, a, a kind of legit division once again. So that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, because because I enjoy tag team wrestling. So when I see them actually, you know, pay attention to it and actually focus on it, I think that's definitely a good thing compared to what we're seeing on the main roster with the tag teams, oh. both the oh. you know the Raw, SmackDown, and the women's tag team battles, which don't even seem that important right now.
1: Uh, it didn't wonder why Sasha walked away.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> man. That ex- that explains it right there.
1: Uh
0: okay um up next we got a little brief um video package of one killian dane he's like sitting in this dark room watching videos and everything now we haven't seen him on tv in a long time so it looks like he's on his way back um how do you how do you how do you, how do you feel about that Do what do you think they might do do with him now now that he you know he's away from sanity and everything he's gonna be on his own uh what do you see for him in nxt
1: i mean if if they really push him and everything you will see probably one of the best big men you know able to do his thing and i don't know if you saw it now you know him and uh nikki cross just recently got married too
0: i did see that i did see pictures of so, online
1: so i mean like i say the sky's the limit for him hopefully they actually push him because i mean the dude is a freaking nature he he's a big i mean him and keith lee i probably say like around the same size i believe mm-hmm. maybe you no know, kind of sort of or whatnot and both of them move like freaking cats so it's crazy but it is
0: amazing i'd say it's always amazing to see guys like that move so well it's just unbelievable but like i said i agree with you 100 percent. he could be a big time star for them one of the good big men that they have down there if they use him correctly
1: yeah i mean hell i mean i, I mentioned him earlier but uh because, you know, Killian Day, he has a thick, uh, you know, Scottish accent or whatnot. So, if you wanted to put, like, a mouthpiece, hell, get Stokely Hathaway to be his manager. And, you know, basically do the talking for him or whatnot. And he could just go out there and have some really good matches. Mm-hmm.
0: Most definitely. Most definitely. So, like I say, I'm glad to see him back on TV. Yep. And um, let's see what they do with him. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, up next, we got uh, Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah. Um... Still, talk- <laughs> still talking crap about uh Mia Yim um they did another video with them like a few weeks back where they was talking about her like you no, know, she was like uneducated and all this different stuff they were talking about her and like last week they showed a video package of uh Mia Yim kind of giving a background on her story like you know where she grew up bad and her family and everything so this is what they were basically like taking shots at and um so it looks like um, they said Aaliyah is going to have a match with her. I don't know if it's going to be next week, but I guess um, so coming up, they're going to have, that's um, her their next feud. They're going to be feuding with uh, Mia Yim. How do you feel about this little um, segment with the two of them?
1: Well, first of all, I was pissed when I first saw freaking Aaliyah because, I mean, you, you know how I feel about I know that. how
0: you feel. I know, I know so. how know <laughs> feel. <Right>. your favorites. <laughs>
1: right, 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 right. So right there, I was pissed. And then as they were talking, I'm like, why does this storyline is almost very similar and almost parallels the whole thing with Amber Moon, with uh, Sonya Deville, and Mandy Rose in a way? Mm-hmm. Is it's almost parallel to that, okay. minus minus one little thing, um, of course. But uh, you know, I don't think uh, there's any anybody's fighting over one person, but mm-hmm. which is what's going on with the whole Sonya oh, Amber. Yeah. Moon. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get you. <laughs> But um, but yeah, but this it feels like that, and I'm like, okay, so basically Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah is supposed to be like Emma and Dana Brookwood. They like the Mean Girls of of NXT. It's like you always have to have the Mean Girls of NXT. So
0: I, I, I guess so, but it's, it's been working for them. I mean, they've had some good matches, and it seems like Aaliyah's kind of kind of since he has been. Teaming with Bourne, she seems like she's kind of found her place because yeah, like yeah, she finally has. She finally after all, the, all this time down there, she finally found something that actually works for her after all this. time.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean she is. She, I mean uh, she's gonna. She is a NXT lifer. I, oh, I feel definitely. Like. She's Without never going to.
0: be on the- I, I can, yeah, I can't see her being on the main roster. I, I can't see them doing anything with her on the main roster. So she's definitely going to be down there in NXT.
1: Now Vanessa Bourne, on the other hand, who knows? Maybe. But, yeah, who
0: knows? Like I said, from, from, from when I first saw her in the uh, Mayan Classic um, a couple years ago, I knew there was potential with her. So,
1: yeah, but 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 Aaliyah, she's an NXT for life. Oh
0: so. yeah, she's definitely gonna be a lifer down there, regardless. Man.
1: But but I mean, they I mean they they they're doing their part. They they playing up the heel thing, and you know Mia Yim is just the next target. You know that you know they got this sights set on. So. Mm-hmm.
0: So like I said, we'll see what happens next with these uh, three ladies.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. Um. Up next, we got Keith Lee in action taking on Nikos Ricos. I said that's right. <laughs> who name. came up with that? Name? I was like, who came up with that name? That's like the most like <laughs> random name, Nikos Ricos. Okay. And, and I'm, like,
1: uh, I'm like, what the hell? What the hell is a what is a Nikos Ricos? What is
0: your guess is as good as mine. I'm like, huh? Like what? The best you guys can come up with, like name-wise,
1: for this guy? <laughs> Clearly, he they they didn't have nothing for him. They, no, 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 yeah, no. It's like you could you could tell by somebody's name whether or not they if, if they, they really
0: they
1: invested in you or not. Yeah, yeah. Nikos Rico's. like really. Oh. oh, and then it's almost like then his entrance. Well, not his entrance, but his ring gear is almost like a, a bum version of glaciers, almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm oh man but um but,
0: like I say it was a, a pretty much a, you know a match showcasing Keith Lee I yeah. mean he got the win he did the pounce he did his little um limit breaker move and that was pretty much the match
1: <laughs> I mean we have to bask in his glory
0: bask in his glory that's right bask in his glory yeah so but like I, I mean, said guys like, like Lee and um Killian Dane and um Priest, I mean, it's yeah. so amazing seeing guys that size move that well. I mean, Keith Lee, he's so light on, on his feet; it's unbelievable. A guy that size can move that well.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's phenomenal. Um, it really is, especially with, like the dudes, like dudes that's not even their His size can't even move like exactly. That. Very, so, very
0: true. That's why I'm, I'm always impressed with guys like that. Because you figure both guys like that, they're going to bring the strength and the power game. When you can bring that, plus you can move well and move like a cruiserweight, it's a
1: win-win, man. Yeah. And it just it's just funny how he just, his. I think the entrance was longer than the match, actually. <laughs> it
0: probably was. I'm sure it was.
1: So, but it'll be interesting to see what they do with him going forward, too.
0: Yeah, like I say, the sky's the limit for him. They could do a lot with him down there okay so up next we get another uh hold on one second hold on one second man All right. yeah, I'm going. okay sorry about that man that good cool cool yeah my aunt's leaving out the house um up next, um, like I was saying, another video package, um, with Adam Cole, baby, um, the championship celebration tour. And he's basically, you know, See, like he's almost kind of like doing a Ric Flair thing. He's going in his jet, <laughs> flying around and everything <laughs> with the title <laughs> and everything. And the most interesting thing was, like, he was on, he was in the, um, I guess he was in the car or whatever, and I guess he was on the phone with either Roderick Strong or Kyle Roddy, one of those guys, and he was saying, um, you got the package and everything, and then next thing you know, he goes to this um, Gargano's restaurant where he drops off this package, and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> that's very <laughs> interesting. So, I guess Johnny's going to be coming back at some point soon, and I guess it's going to continue, you know, the storyline with those two, and I guess Johnny gets his rematch, but I thought that was very interesting. He <laughs> ends up at this Gargano's restaurant <laughs> dropping off this package. Um, How do you feel about this whole um, little video package with Cole?
1: Well, it did feel very Ric Flair ish. Oh, definitely, um, definitely. From the eighties or whatnot. Which, which I, I I like things like this. It it enhances who someone is. Mm-hmm. I, I've always felt like that when they do things like this. It enhances, especially when you. Okay, everything should not always just be confined to the arena. Mhm. And I feel like that's one thing that's really hurt the main roster with just things being confined to the arena or. Or just in the ring not even backstage it, it just restricts who you like what you see of a person but like with this like I say enhances who adam cole baby is in nxt um i, I really wish they would have let him bring you know story time with adam cole or whatnot, because i always used to enjoy that on ring of honor mm-hmm. but it, just seeing him do this and that whole thing with the package thing, because the first thing I started thinking about, it's like, what is this, a freaking drug deal? Like, what's <laughs> <that> going on? <laughs> like, what, what's package? Going here? <laughs> like, what is this, the wire? But, <laughs> but, but, yeah, so it, it built towards, like, okay, yeah, maybe they teasing that you know uh, Gargano, especially going to Gargano's restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, and everything. Yeah, he's Like you say, he's going to be coming back and going to continue that feud with him and Adam Cole, because, I mean, they're having a good feud mm-hmm. and everything. So I, I look forward to seeing that next match between them, too. So, mm-hmm, Me, too.
0: And like I said, that, that's one of the things from, like I said, back in the day that, you know, made wrestling really good. Like, see, not just stuff in the ring, you know, stuff that they shot outside the ring on location at different spots. That helps to build up the storyline and give you, like, a different perspective on stuff. So I, I enjoy stuff like that as well. It just adds to yeah. the storylines and brings, you know, a different perspective to stuff.
1: Makes it seem more real.
0: Exactly. More authentic. Most definitely, yes. man. Most yes. definitely. Okay. Um, two matches were announced for um next week's NXT. We're gonna have uh, Roderick Strong taking on Tyler Breeze, and then in the next match for the um NXT Breakout Tournament, you got uh Cameron Grimes, formerly uh, known as Trevor Lee in um Impact Wrestling, taking on Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, any thoughts on those two matches?
1: Um, I mean the the Isaiah one. I'm like, okay, it's it, it's funny how we got a lot of people that's like formerly somebody from another company. Yeah, a lot
0: of the people. If you look over the bracket for that tournament, you got a lot of people that like you know went by other names, you know, from other companies.
1: So it's like they just really like going around just signing everybody at this point, mm,
0: any and everybody.
1: Um, but uh, the Roderick Strong match that that should be a good match with him and Tyler Breeze. I, I think that's gonna be a really good match.
0: Mm, I think so too, and I'm glad to see Tyler Breeze back in NXT. I think that's something they should do. Like I said, if you're not if they're not using guys really on the main roster, why not send them back to NXT? Because NXT has evolved and from being more than just like a you know developmental show. Obviously, you got you know the yeah. names that are coming down there and everything. But it's become a show on a brand of itself. So I don't feel like that's like a demotion or anything. I mean, I think you're gonna have no. more opportunities down there to shine so i don't see why not you know like an ec3 or different people like an apollo crew that you know you're not really doing nothing with on the main roster why not send them back luke, down to nxt uh, or,
1: or or luke harper
0: or luke harper Get- man can you imagine what he could do down in nxt man he could do so much down there
1: <laughs> well you remember he got you know they he got a lot of praise for that match with him and uh die at uh words collide yeah i heard i heard t- about that Mm-hmm. and everything. And, and I actually watched that match. Um, I didn't watch it on the network, but I watched it because they put the whole match actually on the... Um, I think it was on the Facebook page. They mm-hmm. put the whole match on there, and I watched it, and I was like, damn, this is a really good match. And You you got these two guys that's over six feet, six, at least like six, four, six, five, or whatnot, that's, you know, moving around like, like they 5'10 or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a good match um, mm-hmm. and everything. So... I say they, they, there's, they with the fact that you have so many different, everything shouldn't just be restricted to the main roster. If you feel like okay, someone's not being pushed enough up here, okay, let's move them to NXT, and everything. One, it, it kind of showcases them to show that they still can do what they, you know, good at. Two, they it also gives them the opportunity to help up and coming people at the same time. Mm-hmm. hmm
0: so, And then you got NXT, you got NXT UK too. You can put people over yeah. there as well exactly mm-hmm.
1: exactly you, know, you got so, there I
0: mean, with all the different you know rosters that like, you got enough talent that you can like spread out on the different shows and like i said if, like i said if it's not working on the main roster why not put them on nxt and see what they can do down there when you do one like I say nxt or nxt UK.
1: so somebody just hit a home run uh for the yankees uh-oh yeah like it's eight,
0: to eight
1: to six yeah yeah i don't know exactly who the hell that was but yeah we just hit a home run so god damn yankees
0: i know <laughs> For yeah. so those listening, we talk baseball, too. We have our podcast as well, the Grand Slam podcast we did earlier this week. So we, we talk baseball as well. <laughs>
1: yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we Episode, do. We, seven is, is up. Episode 7 is up now.
0: Yes, yes. So definitely go check that out for sure. <laughs> yes, yes. righty. So we get our main event for the NXT Women's Championship, a steel cage match between the champions, Shayna Baszler and uh, Lo Shirai. Um, wow. This was a very good match from beginning to end. How did did you you feel about this one?
1: Well, okay, so go back to the beginning when the show first came on. They showed, like, the little history of um, Lo Shirai and Mm -hmm. Santa Basil and everything. Very good promo package to build, you know, this main event up Mm -hmm. and everything. And then even... Before the match. I forgot exactly between what segments it was. they kind of show like a little bit more of the you know the main event build up steel cage match and everything and uh, Correct me from this is the f- that was the first uh, steel cage match for the women in NXT. It was yes Okay. Yeah. All right. So I would just make sure you know that was right. Oh um, yeah, right. yep. Okay, so first steel cage match for the women on NXT you get low versus Shayna Baszler female baron Corbin. oh yes <laughs> oh, <right>. yes, yes. <laughs> she, well she looks more like Barry Corbin now than he does but, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> <very true. laughs> but um i mean it, it made sense for this to be in a steel cage because you know you know shana got her freaking minions or whatnot who loved to always come and jump in so this is why we're in a steel cage which is kind of go back to the old school way of reasonings behind steel cage matches it Mm -hmm. was more so to keep interference from happening Mm -hmm. um and everything but i i thought this was a good match um i actually i actually liked the shana in this i can't believe i'm saying that right Mm -hmm. but um but i thought she did a good job here she really they really played up her you know mma background with her wearing the gloves Gloves and and everything
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and using the cage and everything is as a weapon in Mm -hmm. itself too Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Lo shirai i mean she the, the, the woman's a freaking star I, I don't you know i don't care what nobody says she, she's she a, star. Is a
0: star and that moonsault off the top of the cage i mean just perfect form and everything i mean yes
1: wow. yes and it, it it got crazy toward the end because even though it's supposed to keep everybody up but damn it the hell everybody got yeah, to everybody
0: everybody and, <laughs> and, and jasmine duke and marina shafir and uh candace LeRae all got involved yeah, they,
1: they get involved, and it's, at first it was like, okay, they're going to screw... I was like, okay, they're going to mess around, and, and Lotion Ride's going to fall off the cage and win this freaking thing. That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't go that way, because um, Candice Ray, she actually gets inside. She actually stops uh, Shayna from getting out, because they they was trying to get Shayna out of there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how can they be allowed to jump inside the cage? But whatever. Um and everything but and like you said uh, Lo Shirai, she does that that beautiful moonsault off the top of the cage and hits her Shayna and then you get to the point where she's trying to you know get out and Shayna uses the she's basically using the rope and everything to do the freaking choke on her and everything right. mm-hmm. and Lo Shirai, she, you know she you know she's still she's fighting and everything but she uses her mind it's like she uses the door and starts beating it against Shayna, Shayna yep. and then she falls out of the freaking... It's like, what the hell? Like, really? I'm
0: like, like, this is... <laughs> I gonna say, as good as this match was with the end like that, I'm like, come on.
1: <laughs> now, you see, if that was... Re- she should have fell back into the, you know, inside. She shouldn't have fell out. Oh, no,
0: no, no. It would have made more sense for her to fall back in and to fall forward like that.
1: Exactly. But, I mean, at least it didn't end the way Kofi and uh, Dolph Ziggler ended anyway. with Kofi literally dying. Oh, running- over the
0: <laughs> <laughs> So...
1: I mean, but I think it, it kind of gives the opportunity, like, hey, we can get a third match out of them.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: I mean, yeah. I, but the biggest thing that came out of this is, like, okay, so what? Lo Shiraz is a heel now because she beats Jeez. the hell out of Candice LeRae? She Candace
0: beat the out of Ca- um, Candice I did not see that coming. I was like, Wow. It-
1: and, and then she she's yelling and screaming and everything and like she and she's like what I I don't understand and like 'cause the crowd you know talking trash to her and that she's like she don't understand it and then she started you know screaming and stuff like that so I was like how can they be making her be the heel? Shayna's the heel.
0: Shayna's the heel, yeah. So what does that mean? Is that gonna take her out of the title picture? She's gonna start feuding with Candice right now? I mean, what's gonna happen with the um who's gonna be the next opponent for um Shayna now? I mean, I like the heel turn, but it leaves a lot of questions on the table.
1: But I, I don't even see it as a heel turn. I see it more so as like, hey, I'm I'm tired of you coming out here. You're supposed to be helping me, but Devin, you actually made things worse. You, <laughs> yeah,
0: because you, you seem really, you know, to have to take over two getting involved in the back as well. Both of my, just, ended up losing, so I guess she's like, you know, enough of this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't need you to watch my back. You know what? Look at it more like that, but instead of like, oh, she's turning heel. Because that's what it made it seem like. She's turning heel, but I I, I don't see her as a heel. For at least not against. Not, that's a at good least point. not against shame not not against, No, not, not yeah. against Shana. No, 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 no. Yeah. definitely
0: the heel when when it's two
1: when it comes to the two of them. So uh, I don't know. That's the, that was the only questionable thing for me or whatnot. I mean, if you want to do that, let's say let's say they have their third match and Shirachi wins the women's uh title and then she beats the hell out of Candace then okay that yeah,
0: would have made more sense because like I said that sets up a feud between the two of them and then they could fight for the title
1: yeah but but before that it's like okay eh, I don't know that, that was kind of like eh, or whatever I mean if you want to have her put like if, if Candice come to console her after the match and she just pushes her away and then walks away okay you can do that but mm-hmm. to have her literally beat the hell out of her with a steel chair then like I say that's, that's the only thing about that I didn't like
0: mm-hmm yeah, but over overall, overall I say other than that, it was a very good match. Yeah, Very yeah, oh good yeah. match.
1: Yeah, probably one of the best matches I've seen this year. So
0: Yeah. Without question, man. Without question. But um Yeah, that's this week's show. So um like I said, very, very good show this week. I I, I quite enjoyed this week's episode.
1: Yeah, same here. Same here.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. Um before we wrap up out of here, uh three stars on a crappy one if you have one.
1: Oh, uh, let's see. Crappy star, of course, goes to having to see uh, a Leo on my TV. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> just a crappy That's star. Crappy
0: star.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: oh my goodness.
1: Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, by three. Um. Well, number one has to be Loserizer, Shana Baszler, Steel Cage match. Mm-hmm. Um number two i probably go with the whole uh the joaquin Wild and angel garza match and number three would probably be um i'll probably go with the uh promo thing video okay Okay.
0: yeah um i didn't have a crappy star but um, my first one and two is the same just like yours i totally agree with you on those and i give my number three actually to um Keith Lee, even though it was just a brief, you know, match, kind of, kind of, you know, continue to push his character and everything. I'm always impressed when I see him. I always like seeing him on um, TV. So I'm gonna give my number three to uh, Keith Lee. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. righty. that wraps up this week's episode. Uh, anything else before we get up out of here?
1: No, that's that's it. Uh, I'm happy to you know fill in you know for for Miss Keita Hubbard and everything oh, like that. Um. Maybe I get back into watching and see maybe i watch next week too. Uh, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. Like I said, it's a, lot, it's a lot going on in NXT right now. So, you know, it's a lot to kind of, you know, look forward to in the coming weeks with that brand. So, All righty. Um, anything you'd like to plug before we get up out of here?
1: Uh, well, I mean, we kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier. So I just plugged the, the Grand Slam podcast that, you know, you and I do over on TV's Zone podcast network. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On uh, Podbean dot com, we did uh, episode seven where we talked about uh Mad Max Scherzer oh, and yes, his uh, and his black eye and broken nose. Uh, his uh, probably one of his best games that he's pitched injured mm-hmm. at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, too, we did like a deep dive into the history of the All Star uh, game for baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, Learn some stuff about that, of course. Oh yeah, always, always, man, always so, informative. So yeah, definitely check that out. Um, Chris hosts the show, I'm I'm his I'm his co-host over there, so you can definitely check that out, because it's probably one of, the, I, I'm, of course we're not talking wrestling, but um as far as, like, just shows that we do or whatnot, I think it's, like, probably my favorite because it's so much history that we're learning just mm-hmm. by talking mm-hmm. about certain things over there, so I really enjoy it, so if you, if you like Chris, of course, because you're listening to this show, so of course you like Chris, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but definitely you can check that one out, uh, the, the Grand Slam podcast, um over on T V Zone Podcast, uh, Network on podbean.com and where else you listen to um, your podcast and that and just kinda hear us, you know, talk about baseball and, you know, things of that nature.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Like I said, I agree. I agree. That's definitely the, probably one of the most fun shows we do. Like I said, it's cool, you know, doing ballers and cool doing Atlanta and everything. You know, I've enjoyed you know doing those shows, but the baseball one, it just kind of yeah. stands out. And like I say, it's biweekly. You know, it's not like every week or anything like that. And like I say, the stuff that we've learned over that time yeah. period has been amazing. I I, I enjoyed it. It's something different for us. We always you know talk sports and everything, but you actually get to doing it on a podcast on a regular basis. It's it's fun. I'm enjoying it
1: yeah so so like i say definitely check that out and you know kind of even if you're not a baseball fan you just learn like the history of like certain things certain players because we do spotlight you know different players on each episode so definitely check that one out
0: yeah definitely definitely and um follow the the twitter page as well um at slam underscore podcast if you're listening out there yes 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 cool Alrighty, um, as far as I'm concerned, guys, you can follow me on Twitter, at Moneymaker as well as Instagram, DC Sports Fan 86, uh, you can check out my group on Facebook, uh, EWF, the Wrestling Fan Society, we normally do threads for Raw and the pay-per-views, um, check out my writing on Medium.com slash at Broken as well as support me on Patreon, Patreon.com slash Moneymaker um, check out my Facebook page for my writing, the cash in, as well as football and friends. That's the place where I do all my um, do all my football talk. Also, check out MarylandSportsBlog.com. I do a lot of wrestling stuff on there. I recap um, NXT every week on there. Um, I did a couple other articles on there this week. Um, one for the eight-year anniversary of the CM Punk Pipebomb promo, as well as did um, an article talking about Eric Bischoff and um, Paul Heyman becoming executive directors for Raw and SmackDown. So definitely check that out. And um, I have products for sale to uh, help support my blog. Um, I got towels. I got pins. I got uh, wristbands. I got t-shirts. Um, I just opened up a t-shirt store. Storefrontier.com slash Ryder315. I got a bunch of t-shirts on there. I got some hoodies and stuff on there. Um, I got a new t-shirt out for my um, one-year anniversary for the cash. And it's coming up on Wednesday. So I got t t-shirt and hoodie for that. So definitely go check that out on storefrontier.com slash writer three fifteen.
1: Definitely do it, people. Definitely yes. do it.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And um, and
1: congratulations on the one year with the cash. Man.
0: Thank you, thank you. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that, man. Time flies, man. I'm like, geez,
1: man. Yes it does. I it mean really coming does. up on I mean, I think this gotta be three years for T V zone coming oh, wow. up soon. So yeah. Right. So <laughs> time really does it, it really
0: does fly man it really does flies when you're having fun man but um another great episode uh any last words before we get up out of here
1: uh just once again thanks for you know having me on um and everything i always enjoy coming to talk nxt which i don't understand why i don't talk about it more or whatnot but uh i should watch it more and talk about it more so thanks again and who knows maybe i'll be back next next week maybe
0: you never know you never know yeah. Alright guys, you guys take care. Peace out. Peace.
1: Peace.